BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fear of the unknown is the greatest fear of all. And for millions of Americans, there is no greater unknown than Alzheimer's disease. I'm Dana Torito, a writer and Alzheimer's advocate. On my podcast, The Memory Whisperer, I strive to calm your fears about the disease through thoughtful conversations with experts, care partners, and more. Action is the antidote for fear. Listen to The Memory Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Today, we are heating things up with a real-life island where some of the most iconic queer fashion designers, architects, writers, and actors have gathered for centuries to celebrate all things love and art. Come join us on Fire Island, delving into the history and culture of this remarkable little stretch of land. I'm Alicia Rye. And I'm Sarah Wendell. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we are giving you a super sizzling summer treat each and every day this week. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Sarah. It is sizzling summer day three. Woohoo! Get your yeah. sunscreen out. Yeah. So where are the places <laughs> that you go to be absolutely yourself? Oh, absolutely myself. Uh, you know what? A-, a lot of times it's like a bathtub. You know what? That's a perfectly sizzling summer option. I love baths and I have a tiny bathtub. So uh, last week we were in Vegas and we had a giant bathtub in our room and I took full advantage of that. We were there for two nights. I took a bath both nights. Awesome. Which you need in Vegas constantly because it was both very hot and I smelled like smoke constantly. Like you you can't not smell like smoke there. Uh, so I took two luxurious baths and I will live on those baths now until I can get 
another bathtub. You know, my first thought was, wait, there's wildfires right now? <laughs> what do you that's mean a, you smell that's like smoke? A very, Is something burning? That's a very California response. But no, cigarette smoke because of the casinos. No, thank you. Yeah, it sucks. That's the worst part about Vegas. I love Vegas, but that's not fun. But yeah, I, I would say like a any any pool of water. I'm like a water baby. So beach, pool, bathtub, anything with water. What about you? I love being by water, mm-hmm. just like you. Yeah. I love being by the bay, being by the ocean, being by a lake, especially if it's a saltwater body of water. Something about the saltwater in the air yeah. just sort of scours out all my internal stress. Yeah. But the very best thing is then taking a shower after you've been to the beach and you wash that salt off your skin. It's like cracking open a carapace and you're just all relaxed. Oh, I love that part. Are we really clean people? Like, why is both We're of just our- <laughs> really clean people who like the beach and, and love to shower. And if you wore sunscreen, yeah, and love to shower. And if you wore sunscreen, it doesn't hurt. So, That's yeah, it's true. good. That is true. That yeah. is true. What about like location wise? Like, what's your favorite like destination where you can unwind? Other than home, because I know you love your home. Nuevo Vallarta, Mexico. Oh, okay. I love that beach. I could walk up and down that beach every day. Is it day blue? I love blue blue beaches, like the water when it's so clear. There are two beaches. One That one is often very blue. Mm. It gets more uh, choppy in mm. the afternoon. Yeah. The other beach that I love is off the island of Rhodes in Greece, Ooh. and it's the Aegean, and it has stripes of color, different shades of blue, the deeper mm. it gets, and it smells very sweet. Oh. I mean, so I think, I think for me, destination-wise, I would say London, which is like kind of the opposite of that absolutely a beach town 100 percent. what i think of for hot summer. yeah not not quite a beach town yeah super beachy london is but in the summer it's fun it is like because everyone's so eager there to be out from that gray and it still rains a lot but there's something about that summer rain in in london that maybe i idealize it a little bit but i loved it when i was there the couple summers i was there i just walk around in the rain the nice warm rain and and see people just happy to be out and about and it not getting dark at 3 (laughs) p.m yeah big deal yeah big deal Well, this episode, we have a little virtual travel for you. We are going to take you on a little virtual trip to Fire Island. We've shared plenty of stories about people, past and present. Today, we're sharing a love story about a place. Love it. If you're not familiar, Fire Island is a barrier island on the Atlantic off the coast of New York. And it's got villages and boardwalks and beaches, but it is best known as one of the oldest gay and lesbian communities in the U.S. within Cherry Grove and Fire Island Pines. Oscar Wilde visited the island in 1882, so you know it was gay if Oscar Wilde was like, I'm here now. (laughs) He was one of the first of many queer people who found refuge and freedom on Fire Island because it was a place where you could go and be yourself and not fear attack and persecution because everyone around you was gay too. In the 1930s, folks from the New York City theater world went to Cherry Grove, which allowed closeted members of the LGBTQ community to express themselves freely. And the community house and theater was one of the defining elements of camp culture and the modern drag scene. You can still go to that building and visit it. I love going to tours of old theaters. They're so cool. Mm, There's so much historic energy inside. The energy inside them is so cool. Yeah. Now, this was way before the Stonewall riots in New York. And Fire Island became an enclave for LGBTQ people during a time when anything beyond traditional cis heterosexuality was illegal. And if you displayed such things, you were in great danger. 
you can still go and visit Carrington House, which was purchased in 1927 by Frank Carrington, who was a theater director. He established the Arts Project of Cherry Grove, which ended up having a major impact on the whole area. Lots of performers and artists went to the island. And when you put a bunch of artists and performers on an island, it gets pretty great. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a place of incredible creative energy and gorgeous art and lots of fun. Over the years, people who have lived and worked on Fire Island include Calvin Klein, Ooh. Mel Brooks, David Geffen, director Michael Bennett, even Marilyn Monroe went to Fire Island. Good for her. The architecture there has been described as the architecture of seduction. Ooh. I know, right? Joan Rivers even wrote a song about Fire Island in the 60s. And Paul Jabara released an album in 1978 with a song called Pleasure Island, which you know is about Fire Island, really. Yeah. For a lot of people, especially at that time period, Fire Island represented liberation and freedom. And in the 80s, the community on Fire Island was devastated by the AIDS epidemic. And the preservation of that community changed as well. Mm. But a blogger named Rob Freilowitz, who is not a celebrity, just a regular old dude who experienced Fire Island, has kept a blog about the history of the island and his writing is gorgeous. So here are some vignettes from Rob. He moved to New York in 1979 and met a man with a house share in the Pines. But he said he wouldn't bring Rob because Rob was too innocent to go. I will say that no matter who you are in this world, if you make friends with people who have house shares at beaches, you're doing very well indeed. Yeah. Life goals, right? Really. You don't want to own the second property, especially if it's by the water. That involves flood insurance. No, it's too much work. I speak from experience. Flood insurance is no fun. Also, Hurricane Sandy is a watery tart. Uh. Rob didn't make it to Fire Island until the summer of 1982. And he went with his friend Rick. Quote, this was my first taste of decadent Fire Island life, which involved taking a disco nap and then doing some drugs before going to the pavilion in the wee hours of the morning. On Sunday, we were recovering by the beach where I was smashed into the sand by a huge wave while we were playing in the surf. Do I want to know what a disco nap is? Hold tight. We'll be right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. 
Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European Political Systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fear of the unknown is the greatest fear of all. And for millions of Americans, there is no greater unknown than what to do when faced with an Alzheimer's diagnosis. My name is Dana Torito, and my podcast, The Memory Whisperer, takes a closer look at Alzheimer's disease and those affected by it. Like many of you, I've experienced the disease firsthand. I've been an advocate and care partner for decades and have written extensively about the subject. Each week, I'll talk to people who've been personally affected by the disease and learn how they coped with it. Folks like TV personality Lisa Gibbons. Action is the antidote for fear. And nurse and dementia researcher Dr. Fayron Epps. We no longer can be silent. We have to speak up. We have to share our experiences so we can help each other and learn from each other. Listen to The Memory Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I guess it's just probably a nap in anticipation of going to the disco. Maybe I'm too innocent, though. Maybe it's something more. <laughs> you are right. A disco nap means having a quick siesta before you head out to the yeah. evening activities. Yeah. It can conjure a second win, according to Bustle. Thank yeah. you, Bustle. Um, I cannot disco nap. I will just sleep straight through oh, and yeah. wake up. An utter zombie napping and I do not get on. I can nap until like 5 p.m. And then after that, I might as well sleep. Yep. Yeah. Well, Rob's next visit to Fire Island was with his friend Tom and his friends Donnie and Dennis, and he remembers lying on the beach and gazing up at the stars. Sadly, within a year, Dennis had died of AIDS. Now, there is a popular patch of forest on Fire Island called the Meat Rack. I I love a good bit of on-the-nose naming, right? I love it. He would go in the middle of the night to meet people, which was not difficult on nights with a full moon. Quote, however, as the summers went by, I gravitated towards daytime walks because I wanted to see the merchandise before touching it. <laughs> my, my, my. Make your friends with people who have beach homes. Yeah. Taking walks, taking disco Take naps. the daytime this walk. Is... I like that. Once on Labor Day, he met up with an old fling and they went for a walk on the beach where they had a passionate reunion. And from Rob, quote, the next day I saw him and told him how much fun the night before had been. He was very aloof, and poof, the magic was gone. Aw. Aw. Rob also suffered from some personal slights. For example, he was made fun of for pronouncing Long Island with a hard G. Wait a minute. Long Long Island? Long, Long Island. Long Island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it says Long Island. He was made fun of for pronouncing it with a hard G. I got gotcha. say the G, apparently. Yeah. He was chastised for not properly knowing how to flick open a fan. 
Oh, me neither. And then his name was misspelled in the phone directory. Oh. So if he gave somebody his number or they tried to look him up, it was no go. Oh. Fire Island is still an incredible destination today. You can still visit, go to the beaches, beautiful houses. Again, make friends with people who have beach houses. And people still go to Fire Island every summer. Popular model Bethann Hardison, who has gone to Fire Island for decades, was asked what people might recreate from that time. She said, forget that. There ain't no recreating. They couldn't recreate it, even if they could imagine it. But late and wonderful photographer and fashion designer Andre Leon Talley presented a very different perspective. What could be wonderful today is the sense of community, wholesome and positive community. I think it still exists on Fire Island today, a place where gay people had their own community and it was a very, very positive environment. Aw. Hmm. I love ending with a quote from Andre Leon Talley. Yeah. Brilliant. Let's do that every episode. Yeah. Let's, let's have a quote from him every week. That was quite the virtual trip, Sarah. And there's actually a new movie that just came out about Fire Island and it's on Hulu. Uh, and so far, the reviews are fantastic. So it was directed by Andrew Ahn with a screenplay by Joel Booster. And it also stars uh, Joel Kim Booster, Bowen Yang, who I love. He's fantastic. Uh, Conrad Ricamora and Margaret Cho. And Ooh, that's a cast. That is like a star-studded cast and like a bit of a throwback cast, too. So, mm-hmm. And for all of the romance fans out there, it is loosely based on Pride and Prejudice. I love... Pride and Prejudice retellings, like, ah, uh, so much. And I, we are we are spoiled with how many we have. So I'm very excited for this. Absolutely true. And even if you're straight, you're still welcome. I think it's important to point out to the island, no matter what your sexuality is. So, But if you can't get there, you know, watch the movie or go someplace that makes you feel like you. And I think, actually, I think that should be our love to go for today, don't you? Yeah, be in places that let you feel like you. Yeah, I like that. I, I think that that's really important. So, yeah, go feel like you. And we want to know where you feel like you. So please send an email to lovestruckdaily at frolic.media and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily, especially on Instagram. We post lots of cool, fun stuff. And if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoy any of our episodes, please, please, please leave us a review so we can keep making these shows and keep bringing love to you. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. And we wish you a very happy, authentic, happily ever after. What could be wonderful today is the sense of community, wholesome and positive community. I stink. I stink. I think it still exists on Fire Island today, 